It's true, taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. And sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. You'll hear from Julie Hall on how the good folks at the Graceful Community Cafe make this possible each day by providing connections, dignity, and great meals to their friends and guests in a warm, welcoming community space on this episode of Making Our World Better. Welcome to the Making Our World Better podcast where you will find motivation and encouragement through lively conversations with inspirational people who every day are making our world a better place. Now, here's your host, Jay Clark. Welcome to the podcast. I am Jay Clark, and I'm excited to host a conversation with Julie Hall, Administrative and Community Development Assistant for the Graceful Foundation, which partners with Graceful Community Cafe in Littleton, Colorado, to bring delicious meals to the community, whether or not guests can afford their own meal. Food insecurity is a hot button for me, and it's hard to fathom in this land of abundance so many people going hungry. And I learned of the Graceful Cafe through the awesome Change the Trend Network that is working on the issue of homelessness in the Tri-Cities of Inglewood, Littleton, and Sheridan. We'll hear about how the Graceful Cafe is making a difference by not only feeding people who are hungry, but providing connection, dignity, and much more. Julie is passionate about supporting those struggling with food insecurity, advocating for those on the margins, and building strong and healthy relationships. Most importantly, Julie is a wife and mom of three, and they live in Littleton. Julie, welcome, and thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having me. So how would you describe the Graceful Foundation and the Graceful Community Cafe to somebody that doesn't know anything about it? Yeah, um, I would just say that Graceful is um, a beautiful home in the Littleton community. It's actually the cafe is um, built out of a building that used to be a home. And I love that because as we gather in friends from all different kinds of backgrounds, they find it to be a welcoming, safe space. And um, so we are a cafe like any other. You can come in, you can get coffee, um, you can grab lunch, you can grab um, breakfast. The only thing that's different is that if you can't afford your meal, you can get it for free. And that's where our foundation comes in and covers that meal cost for our friends who are either living in poverty. We have um, elderly who are on a fixed income. We have immigrant families that eat with us regularly. We have the unhoused and just many different people who are struggling to get by. They can stop in and grab a meal. Um, We call them grace in action. Um, Grace means gift. And we really love to highlight that. We don't ask for people to donate um, time or anything. We want them to enjoy a free meal from us when they need it. And we've got really wonderful um, donors and private groups that support our work and pay back to help people get that free meal. So it's just a beautiful community. Awesome. So talk to us a little bit about how this all came about and how the organization's formed and, and maybe some of the history. Sure. Yeah. Well, I've been involved with Graceful since they opened. I lived um, just down the street from them, but um, I started to get to know Troy and Heather Greenwood. They're the owners and directors of the foundation and also the cafe. And they just have beautiful, big hearts for people who are struggling, but also just people to live in healthy community. And so they were kind of living the typical suburban life. They had two children in elementary, and they just decided to take a year to step away from all of that and kind of reevaluate what their goals were and that sort of thing. And so they spent a year in um, Uganda, Africa. Wow. And 
really just experienced beauty of simplicity and creating meals with people and what it looks like to sit across from someone over a meal and build a relationship. And so when they got back, um, Heather built her business plan and started to learn more about the restaurant industry. She'd always wanted to open a restaurant and um, has roots in, in farming country and, and just sharing meals and community. And so she opened the cafe and they started the foundation at the same time. And uh, really like a couple goals, one good meal a day. In many parts of the world, people get one good meal. And so if we can offer that to people that need it, and then also just really trying to build beautiful community. Fantastic. So I'd love the quote watching uh, the video that on your guys' website, one of the awesome videos where it says, it's connection, it's deliciousness, it's different every day, but it's the same every day. So what's a day at the cafe look like? Well, we open early, we open at seven and, and we're there until 2 p.m. And I think one of the things that I enjoy the most is when you come in for your first time, you go directly to the barista counter to order and they are going to ask your name. And most places where you go to order, that's not important, <laughs> but at Grace- right. Your name and who you are and your story really matters. It matters to us and to our community. And so if we don't know you, we're going to ask your name and, and begin to get to know your story. And I, I still remember the story of one elderly woman who was eating with us and said, wow, it is so nice to hear my name. I haven't heard that in a long time. And we take those things for granted when we have healthy communities. Right. First of all, I just feel like you feel welcomed into a space, into the space as a person and as who you are. And then you're going to order, you know, a delicious drink, breakfast or lunch, you know, whatever it is that you need. But um, I also love that our prices are reasonable and our portions are reasonable. We um, create all our food in-house, our sauces, everything else is, is made fresh and we create out of simplicity. So we really try to create beautiful things. We've got a, a active volunteer program. So we love it when our volunteers come in and make something and they're like, oh, wow, I'm going to go make this at home in my <laughs> And did I see where when you come in and go to the to the barista that you pick out your own cup? Yeah, we have a mug. That's very cool. Unique, and that that's been one of my favorite things since I I first started with them because I'm pretty invested in the mug that I drink out of. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cheers factor, right? Everybody likes to go where you feel welcome and known. So, speaking of the volunteers, how often have you seen it where somebody's come in, had a meal, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is awesome," and and have become a volunteer for the organization? Yeah, it often happens. People get into our space and get really excited about our work. Or they'll just hear from a friend, a friend that's volunteering and is like, you have to come to Graceful. You have to get on their volunteer team. And we have lots of people in different seasons of life who either want to build community or they want to give back. So right. we have a, a really wonderful active volunteer community that really supports our work, which we're grateful for. Well, and how intentional are you with the volunteers in not only providing this awesome safe space, but but the experience itself? Yeah, I think um, something that I most value and have learned from Heather and Troy is that the person always comes first, not the service. And we're so grateful for the time and the gifts volunteers offer, but our staff and our volunteers, first, we want them to be healthy, whole people. And we want to give back alongside of them. We want to know them and their stories. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think of one of our volunteers who has been with us for a long time and is now on our board and is now facing cancer. 
And so that is first, you know, we're going to try to support her through that journey. Most importantly, uh, before we are looking for her to come back and serve us again, but yeah. there's this, like given beautiful give and take of, of the volunteer roles and guest role and every, you know, and our staff and our board, all that are involved, like being that healthy person in good community is first. Yeah. You just don't walk in and say, okay, I'm ready to volunteer. I'm sure there's orientation and training and learning the philosophy of the organization and all that first. Well, we're, we're a little bit immersive in our training, I would say. And so one nice thing is that as a volunteer right now, you can go onto our website, you can sign up for a profile and you can jump into a shift. But what we'll be intentional about is we'll ask you to come visit us as a guest first. And that's because we want you to experience our environment and understand what we're all about. Oh, that's very cool. That role. And then we'll also really be intentional about sharing our mission. You know, our, our goal is for people to gather, eat well, and give back. And so we're going to show how how does it look for you to wash dishes? How are you contributing to that mission or food prep or whatever it is? And so we try to be intentional with building all of that in while just inviting you to jump into a role and not feel like you have to have all this extra training in the kitchen to be successful because... We want you to just jump in and use your gifts where they are. What would you say is is your favorite part of working with the organization? Uh, my, my favorite part is being in a space that uh, introduces you to so many beautiful different kinds of people. In our society, I feel like you can easily get segregated, maybe is the right word, into... Yeah. You know, people that are like you, people that make the same kind of money, maybe have the same skin color, um, maybe go, you know, revolve around the same spaces. And my favorite thing about Graceful is every time you walk in those doors, you're around someone who's not like you, who has a different story, but you get to connect to those stories. And especially people who are unhoused and live on the streets, they've become guarded. They're self-protected for good reason because they've been marginalized and so the ability to sit across from the table from them and because they're being cared for they open up and share their stories and the wisdom that they have in a in a way that i would never be exposed to in any other spaces that i know of and so i am most grateful for that because it's not just about us and what we have to give we have so much to learn and to be offered true Uh, by these friends who have overcome so much in, you know, whatever they're the hard parts of their story. Um, they're some of the most resilient people I know. And so I'm grateful to step into that space and to be able to, um, yeah, do that beautiful dance. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's awesome. Well, not a fair question I'll ask anyways, and you've shared one already, but do you have some favorite stories of guests or experiences that you've had in the cafe? One of my favorite stories is that when we were first being introduced to Graceful, we um, we live in Littleton and there's the Platte River that um, is a great trail for exercising. Mm-hmm. My husband and I like to run and so we would run down there every day and there were two young men who were living under the bridge and I just felt called to connect with them and get to know them. And so we had them up for breakfast one morning and then started to talk to them about Graceful and it's been an amazing journey you know it's six um graceful has been around six years now and to see them go from that space to now being housed and both of them are in a much healthier space and that's not the end story for all of our friends that we 
with at Graceful, but you do see that happen at times um, where they'll come back and come back and come back and you'll see them in really hard seasons and friends in good seasons. And sometimes you get to see them. I, I like to say get to a split, a space of flourishing. And like, that's, that's what we hope for. We want their best gifts to be used um, in a healthy way. And so I'm really grateful for those two guys. And anytime I see them, it, it's good for my heart. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, and this is, I think another huge thing that the, the organization does is it offers a very shallow entry point for somebody who's in, you know, all sorts of different situations. It's kind of like, you know, if you're unhoused, where do I go? Where can I, where can I get a good meal? You're going to go to this place. It's going to open its arms, no judgments and just welcome you. I mean, that's, that's a great first step for somebody when they, when they're trying to come back from something or in a, or in a tough situation. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you do this kind of work, you could get lost in all of the ways you want to care for people and help. Right. I think we've come back over and over. Our mission is to welcome people in for a meal and safe community. But at the same time, we want to connect them to those resources that are available to them. And so that's what we do. We can't choose when they're ready to connect to a resource. But when they are, we can point them in the right direction. And I think one of the things I love about being in Littleton and connected to Change the Trend and other great organizations is there's a lot of good work happening. And when our friends are ready, I generally know where to point them. And that feels really good. Well, yeah. And that's, that's talk a little bit about that beyond just serving the food and everything else. You guys can almost serve as a hub for other agencies and other services that might be available. And it sounds like that's a big part of your personal role. Yeah, I, I feel really passionate about that. And, you know, we have to stay anchored in being um, like that we're a cafe and we want to be a healthy community space. It's not like we can have organizations. In right. However, um, when these friends are wanting to connect to a resource, it's so much easier if they can do that in a space that feels safe to them. Sure. And so we, we've been trying to make Tuesdays our what we call resource navigation mornings. And so if there is an organization that wants to connect, they often will try to come those mornings. And we, we reach out to our guests that we build relationships with and we say, you know, hey, this group is here. Like, would you like to connect with them today? And I think that that has been really successful. That's awesome. And just on a more organic level, you know, one of our friends that we're working with right now is ready to go for a GED. And so I knew the organization that offers that and, and the easy opportunity to connect. And she tried it this week and loves it and wants to go back. And so, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's just amazing to be able to, when people are ready for whatever it is, you know, we just have to point them in the right direction. Talk about how hunger and food insecurity are not just an urban you know, big city issue. This is, this is in place in suburbs like Littleton and Englewood, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, there's some very, very big pockets of, of significant poverty in Littleton. And I think we all know that in Colorado housing is housing prices are a big issue. Yeah. Affordable housing is not actually really affordable um, right. People on the margins. We're all acquainted with how hard, uh, things were during COVID and people losing jobs and evictions. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's it can hide a little bit more in the suburbs, but right. it's definitely there. And I'll just say, you know, just anecdotally with our 
our cafe, in the last couple years, we were serving 50 to 60 free meals a day. Um, and this summer, we've topped out right up in the mid 80s. Wow. Um, we don't see the numbers um, going down. We see the need going up right now. Wow. So I think, I really think it t- just takes eyes to see and to just to be in those spaces where where you can identify the need because the marginalized can sometimes hide because they're either ashamed or afraid right. or they don't feel welcome. And so right. to be able to be in those spaces to see the need. And I, I will say also that a lot of our unhoused friends don't feel very safe in the urban area and they feel safer in a, in a space like Littleton. And somebody said once, like most of us that don't live in the downtown area live in the suburbs because we feel safer. Yeah. I know that's true for myself. Um, I like to go downtown Denver, but I don't really want to live there. And right. so why would that not be true for our unhoused friends as well? Well, this is, I think this is another great lesson that you guys have figured out what you do and what you do really well. And you're staying true to that. But at the same time, you know, with change of trend and all these other agencies, you can, you can make connections, which again, goes, goes back to your mission, uh, which is fantastic. So how do you manage the financial end of this? Yeah, well, were you a little bit unique? Some other um, community cafes are fully nonprofit. And so where we are unique is that Heather wanted to create a for-profit business that gave back in the community and then a separate entity, the foundation, that would also be um, contributing. Interesting. And so, so our financials are a little bit different. I guess what I would say about the restaurant side of things is that those margins are very tight. As well. Oh, God, yes. So, you know, we pay a full-time chef, we pay a full-time manager, we pay an assistant manager, and we pay our baristas. And COVID years, you know, 2020, years, that was challenging, but there were a lot of people like ready to go and step up. Like if they were doing well, they were ready to support. I think we are finding this year on the restaurant industry side of things to be much harder with inflation and margins are even harder. And then, you know, cost of living going up, we have to make sure that our employees are making what they need for a sustainable right. living. So that's been a challenge. We've also seen our paying guests number go down. And mm. I don't know, like if that's related to inflation as well, or, you know, how that all factors. Right. But um, yeah, so I think like on the restaurant side of things, it's just trying to be really creative to bring in that um, the paid income. Now, on the foundation side, we are in a very healthy space. And so we're never worried about like word getting out and more people coming and saying, I need a free meal because our foundation always steps in. The cafe is the caterer really of that meal. And um, we have so many wonderful private donors and also um, businesses and churches who support our work. And so I feel like our foundation is in a pretty healthy spot right now to be able to continue that work. So it's just kind of a balance um, with all of it. And we always want to see a really nice mix of paying and non-paying guests. What excites you most about the future for Graceful? I feel really excited about the ongoing um, community dialogue and us just being part of that as, as Littleton and Sheridan and Englewood work together to especially meet the needs around homelessness. You know, that's not, those aren't the only guests that we serve. Yeah, There's a high population of them. And so I'm excited that the cities are working together in so many groups to um, formulate some really 
um, robust plans. You know, when we work on some of these very challenging problems, sometimes it can be a lot of meetings and more meetings and Mm -hmm. more talking and it doesn't feel like they're moving to action. And I think that our cities are moving to actionable items that will really make a change um, for our friends. And um, there's some talk about um, some more us getting to be part of affordable housing projects in the area. And, um, you know, and then we're we're always excited about just each new face, to be honest. We nice. talk about how graceful could exist for one person and that would be OK. And so who's that next new person that is going to connect with us um, in their time of need and we're going to be able to serve them. So. I, I feel excited about those things and just the ongoing uh, work of, be, of being in that space and, and trying to make Littleton ultimately a better place. Well, I think it's fantastic that everyone's referred to as a friend and a guest. It just sets a great tone. So I always wrap these up. I call them the fab four, my last four questions. So the first one is what's something that you will listen to read or watch today? Well, I don't know if I'll get to it today, but um, my favorite podcast to listen to is This American Life. And I find that I get a lot of great information about our world and times from from that. So that's kind of a regular listening uh, tool for me. Good one. So as somebody who is obviously devoted to this cause, who's a role model for you? Um, I've, I have different role models for sure in this space, but I... Honestly, my parents come to mind um, and growing up, I grew up in a family that had service as a core value and what my parents were always looking around for the needs of others. And I think when you see that over and over, yeah. up, that becomes a core value to you. And that's so awesome. I can't deny those, how, how important and strong those roots are. Outside of Graceful, is there an organization in the community or somewhere uh, that that you admire and that inspires you? Oh yeah, there are so many. Um, Littleton is an amazing place. I, I would just mention one of the groups I enjoy partnering with the most is called Severe Weather Shelter because they've stepped up to shelter our unhoused friends um, in the winter as a small organization. And they're the only, you know, they're one of the only ones that does that right now in our area. And so I'm just really grateful that they are there to do that. Awesome. Last one is if somebody listening wants to volunteer, donate, learn more, uh, where can they find you? You can check us out at gracefulcafe.com. That's our website. We're also on Facebook and Instagram and we have a newsletter and um, it's very easy through our website to read about our story and also to find our menu. And then if you go to the Give tab, you can find out how to give back or become a volunteer. And tell us where the cafe is. Yeah, we're right in downtown Littleton. So we're just off Main Street on Curtis Street and pretty easy to find. Well, Julie, I love the attitude. I love the friends. I love everything about what you're doing. So keep up the great work and hang on. We'll talk in a sec. Thanks so much. 
Thanks for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by JC Charity and Event Services. If you're interested in how I might be able to bolster your efforts and help your team achieve its goals, I'd love to have a conversation with you. You can find me at makingourworldbetter.com. To learn how you can support or volunteer for the Graceful Community Cafe and the Graceful Foundation, visit graceful2lscafe.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit the like button and leave us a review. Until next time, I hope you are inspired to find a way to make our world better.